regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features of shows. Hello, you. Come in, because this is Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every week. Just like every week, this week I'm just nestled up nice and tight in an eagle's nest with two of my best egg buds. Eagle's nest? Eagle's nest. Where yes. Hitler with the, lived. With, yeah. <laughs> the, no, no, no. It's like the rock out of Jason and the Argonauts. Okay. It's a Where big claymation eagle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and getting pecked to bits by a clay beak. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. You know it. There's no Hitlers here tonight, like every week. <laughs> And um, I'm here with two of my best buds over here. I believe your name's Joe Scrabbles. Hey, hello. Hello. How are you? Yeah, sorry for stealing your name out your mouth. That's fine. I was just thinking. <laughs> what have you got for us? Sorry. Uh, sorry, I was just thinking a lot about Hitler. Um, I've got this week a, <laughs> a little, a little, um, a return to a yearly feature, a yearly, an annual iterative video game that I introduce every year. Uh, big, bold, new um, angle for it. Um, it's about squash. Anyway. And that leaves just my lovely Steve Hogarty. What have you got for me, apart from your name? Hello, Hitler. Uh, my name is Steve, <laughs> and this week I've got a very special feature all about how my life got tipped turned upside down... When I clicked on a bloody dodgy link, didn't I? And got all my Discord all hacked up by a bloody bot. That spammed. Oh. It was humiliating. <laughs> I, I was there for it. Yeah, I'm just glad. We're safe. That's the important thing. <laughs> that leaves just me. I feel bad having said your names. Can one of you say my name, please? Log. Yeah. What is your feature this hey. evening? Yeah, that's right. I am Log. And what I've got for you tonight is, um, I just thought of the phrase Lord of the Dance, and apparently it's 25 years since it, so let's celebrate that by making you the Lord of the Dance tonight. Yes. Flatley's had his chance, now it's your turn to dance. I'm just a jelly boy, I am made from gelatin, sometimes it makes me quite annoyed. Jiggle and spin Met a doctor who walked past Said he had a range of cures Recommended a podcast Said it was called Regular Features Gap Joe Lock Matt Steve in my ear holes I did not dare hope for miracles My heart going boom, boom, boom Jelly boy, we're gonna give you bones Yeah, some bones Some jelly boy bones So yes, my Discord got hacked It got bloody hackadoodled well, I certainly didn't notice My phone um, wasn't vibrating off the bar Right, but so, um, right, uh, to recap I clicked on a dodgy link and um, it, it uh, arrested my login details and turned them against me. And they hijacked my account and started spamming every channel that I belong to with um, links to Discord Nitro, mm. which I don't really know what that is. Um, but look, you said you were getting notifications about it. Yes. Well, yes, I haven't muted um, Discord because I'm 
really only a member of regular features that is active. Hmm. And I want to see what's going on in there. So, I, but maybe it's because you're admin. I don't. But it was posting in every different channel. It it was because once and once only. It was very temperate. In that because, respect. but um, it was because Steve used or fake Steve, not Steve, used the um, <laughs> used the used the at everyone command, which usually pings up a little thing that says, "Are you sure you want to ping everyone?" And clearly the bot was going, <laughs> yeah, because I want to yeah, write, because I, I, I want to write, ja ha ha ha. Spanish lol, is it? I think it was Spanish <laughs> lol. Uh, uh, look at my nitro gifts or whatever it was saying. Before we started recording, I was describing what happened. Uh, I clicked a link on Discord. I alt tabbed away. I left. It was gone for ages. And when I came back to it, I was like, what is this weird Discord page? hit the back button, and it sent me to a perfect carbon copy of the Discord login page. And I rather stupidly didn't click that when Google Chrome's autocomplete was not uh, giving me my password, that obviously this was not the real Discord website. But I, I otherwise, I'd like to think that I have really good online security credentials. I use individual unique passwords, every website, so the... The uh, the damage was very much just limited to uh, the uh, animal pictures channel on the regular features <laughs> Discord momentarily having spammy links sent down. So I apologize for that, and I'm very sorry, and I feel very embarrassed and ashamed. And I thank you not to bring it up anymore, Joe. <gasps> oh, I think I think the regular features Discord seemed to enjoy it. It was more, it was it wasn't so invasive and obnoxious that it was annoying and we just got it's it's nice to have a little chance to rib you steve because you're usually so fucking perfect (laughs) teflon teflon steve they call me (laughs) till now till now that nitro juice slipped down the neck of your teflon suit (laughs) filled you up got you all oily it was great i loved it i loved i loved texting you and saying steve did you really leak your password to a yes. Spanish lolmeister. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't really twig at the time because I was working behind the bar. I didn't really understand the scope of the the WhatsApp Facebook nightmare that was happening at the same time because every mm-hmm. one third of the internet was down. Mm. So I was sent I was sending Steve a message and it just didn't go from clock to tick. And I was like, oh, my God, they've got further into Steve's bloodstream than I thought. (laughs) (laughs) They've disabled his ticks. (laughs) What happened with your your message log was that I spent about an hour being really anxious and annoyed and frustrated with myself and having to figure out how to lock my account down and make sure that nothing else had been compromised. And I'd finally calmed down. I was getting into bed. And then WhatsApp came back on. And your message showed up and it was like, Steve, have you attached something weird to your Discord account <laughs> with no follow-up information whatsoever? <laughs> and I was like, shit, has it started again? <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Because it, when it finally comes through, it is with the time, it was with the timestamp of when it came through rather mm-hmm. than when you sent it. So that's a soz about that. Well, speaking of timestamps, uh, I've actually got a timeline of a crisis to share with you. Oh. This is my feature <clears throat> timeline of a crisis. Fourteen oh eight. 
I'm on my usual mid-afternoon link-clicking spree when, just as I'm getting into a nice little groove with it, and through absolutely no fault of my own, I unwittingly click on a poisonous link. This is the exact equivalent of stepping on a landmine, except 20 times more embarrassing, according to UNICEF. And Princess Diana does not come to visit you. <laughs> However, Princess Diana just walking through a field of links, clicking each one. <laughs> Stopping to sniff the visited ones. <laughs> you poor ones. bloody bastards. You've clicked all these links, haven't you? <laughs> However, this is one of those timed landmines that goes off about four hours after you step on it. 1801. Bam, bam. (laughs) (laughs) You looked really nervous about doing that in a way I don't associate with you. I leave my computer and my flat to make my way to Marlborough in London's West London, where I will meet my friend, a beekeeper whose birthday it is, for dinner. I am smiling because I still believe, naively, that nobody could ever guess my password, which is... Rob Gronkowski's Pancake Breakfast 1992, open bracket, open bracket, open bracket. <laughs> 1824. The bad link assumes my identity on Discord and begins spamming every channel I belong to with fraudulent links to free Discord benefits. The hacker was even so depraved as to enter the regular features GeoGuessr channel and post some uncharacteristically low scores for the daily challenge. (laughs) As if I couldn't tell Botswana apart from Western Australia in that one round that one time, Ashling. (laughs) 1826. Joe realises that my account has been compromised and leaps into action like a special kind of action frog. (laughs) Deleting my dirty robo-spam and messaging me via SMS, Twitter DM, and a big scream to alert me to the unfolding peril. Thanks to Joe's quick thinking, the hacker was prevented from doing even more damage, such as, and I don't know if hackers can do this, taking over my physical body to do one last bank heist. I really thought that (laughs) might happen. That's why I did the scream. The rest was just normal (laughs) protocol, but the scream was just for the bank heist. 1829. I changed my Discord password to Rob Gronkowski's Pancake Breakfast 1993, open bracket, open bracket, open bracket, (laughs) thereby securing my account completely and ensuring this can never happen again. As far as I know, this is what two-factor authentication is. Please don't message me about it. 1845. I arrive late to dinner, having spent 10 minutes resetting login details underneath London's earth near the central line. My beekeeper friend comforts me by allowing me to plunge my open palm into a carrier bag full of spare bees that he carries around (laughs) for situations just like this. (laughs) Uh, Don't you think that was a dramatic turn of events? Yes. How dramatic? I would say viscerally. I want to know more about the bag of bees and what kind of carrier bag was it? Was it full up to the loops? Uh, it, It was... Half, half full. What's the, what's the funniest amount of full for a carrier bag of bees to be? <laughs> Up to the hoops. So the bees are spilling out of the little hoops that your fingers go in. Um, I thought that was uh, so such an exciting turn of events that I've actually pitched it to um, Marvel. Oh. They've only fucking made a film about it. Wait, sorry. I do want to ask. That's why you've shared your screen. <laughs> yeah. Have they got Rob Gronkowski in this? 
you need to have a scene like you know the scene where um like uh in a theory of everything when Stephen Hawking works out how to be clever and he goes <laughs> hmm, I'm clever today and for the rest of my life you need to have a scene where you look over at some American football and then yeah. someone goes that's Rob Gronkowski his name's unusual and you go yes oh. My password. And then you see uh, the moon three times. Mm-hmm. And that's why you go open bracket, open bracket, open bracket. Well, I'll have that as one of my red lines for the producers. Like, <laughs> yeah, better be. I'm not moving forward on the project unless Gronk's on board. <laughs> and I get to go up to him and whisper, will you be my password? <laughs> uh, do you want to hear the trailer for yeah. the new film? It's coming, it's coming out on Monday. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got to get go. Rob Gronkowski so quickly. <laughs> uh, Mr. Zuckerberg, sir, um, I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> You're going to want to get a lit for that gravy. You're telling me that every computer on the western seaboard's been compromised? by a virus? What even is that? We're getting reports of a huge surge of bad hats propagating through the web. It's out of control. (laughs) How was I supposed to know? I need the names of the people who did this. I want to know where they live. I want to know what they have for lunch. I want to know where they work. I want to know where they (laughs) sleep. I want to know. Get them now. There comes a time in everyone's story when they're going to stand up for what they believe in. (laughs) What do you believe in? I believe in you. When I woke up this morning, I felt like a regular old Joe Schmo. Now, I clicked on a link, and apparently I'm spamming everyone with fucking messages. I see you're a man who likes to live dangerously, Mr. Hersey. I can't shut it down. He's still posting links. Mr. Zuckerberg, sir, the, the hackers are in the building now, and I've got to go take my lunch. Nobody ever said it was gonna be easy. <laughs> what is a link, Mr. Hogarty, if not something that binds us? It connects us, but it could separate us, too. I'll separate you, you fucking goon. Lock it down. I can't. Enable two-factor authentication. What the? What even is that? Get me the president. No, the president of Tim fucking Buck Tool. Yeah, the president of the United States. What do you mean he's busy? What? God. Ah, Jesus Christ. Do you want to dance, Mr. Hogarty? Do you want to dance with me? Well, come dance at my dancing club tonight. Now it's time for <laughs> Steve's regular feature. In theaters. October 11th. It's hacked off. All I ever wanted to do was click a link. <laughs> that is coming out on Monday. Is coming out on Monday. Do you, <sighs> would you go see that? I'd go see it for the British voiced guy alone. <laughs> Is that the beekeeper? <laughs> that was the Did you beekeeper. get him to do a bit? <laughs> do you want to dance at my dancing club? Well, they put all the best bits in the trailer, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, they always do. Except Gronk. Get Gronk in. <laughs> <laughs> Gronk wasn't in the trailer. Oh, actually, was Gronk one of the voices? Gronk was all of the voices. That's huge. It's yeah. like the Nutty Professor. Gronk <laughs> plays all the parts. A lot of my day is spent in... Potion ecstasy. Potion ecstasy. My friends, my friends, friends of mine, it's October. 
and every October we all mm. get excited about doing the same thing. I will say I'm I'm only panting a little bit because I ran upstairs from getting a drink. I'm not excited about what you've said all yet. Right, pretend. <laughs> I don't know what it is yet. I'm so excited for knowing. We always hear about the newest instalment of Squash the Journey, the yearly, the annual instalment game from Regular Features Sports Division. I uh, should have known this was coming because I saw someone suggest <laughs> it to you on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> It is the best loved and most lucrative video game made by regular feature sports. It's in the Susan. And for the past <laughs> three years, I've made, well, we've made together, really, choice driven narrative games about the world's most popular sport, squash, which have charted the journey of Clive nationality and latter, latterly his son, Jeremy nationality. Oh, I thought Latterly was his son's name, no. sorry. <laughs> Latterly nationality would be a great daughter for Clive. Uh, and they attempted to revenge themselves against the dastardly doubles duo of Biggles, Wade, Simonman and Simon Simonman, who are also Clive's father and half-brother. Uh, and the journey has repeatedly taken them to hell, uh, where bad popes have given gob jobs to Biggles Wade, who is the king of treachery. Mm. Mm-hmm. There was so, a ruby at some point. I'm there was sure. a ruby, and there was a uh, there was a, a Russian guy called Smashel the Rubyov, which I really liked. <laughs> oh, but between Squash the Journey, Squash the Journey Two, Dual Nationality, and Squash the Journey Three, Dual Nationality Two, Doubles Troubles, it's been <laughs> uh, an incredible three year journey that stretched save data transfer protocols and logs patience for whimsy to their very limits. <laughs> I just hope you're alternating colons with hyphens in your s- subsequent oh. subtitles. Oh, yes, absolutely, I am. Uh, <laughs> it and the thing is, what we've turned this into is, um, you know, it's it started small, but it's become regular feature sports divisions crowning achievement, which is why this year we're going to fuck it all off into a bin and make an MMO. <gasps> Oh, baby! Wow. Now, Fucking loot boxes. I, I love will, it, baby. I will say, that has set us a bit back on development. It's not quite ready yet, but I thought what I wanted to do is a pre-Sigma <laughs> QA sesh with two hip-and-happening little lads who love video games and might want to try out Squash, colon, The Journey 4, hyphen, Dual Nationality 2, Semicolon, doubles, oh, yes. semicolon, doubles, troubles, part de, ellipsis, yes. <laughs> ellipsis, what a racket, exclamation mark. <laughs> That's a double meaning of racket. Mm-hmm. Double meanings everywhere. Fair. Right, so, set the scene. First up, uh, last year's game did have, for real, six endings, only one of which we heard. Mm-hmm. I've got to turn mm-hmm. one of them into a canon ending, so I'm just going to arbitrarily decide that it was the one you got. So as you will remember, at the end, Jeremy betrayed Clive because he had, early in their relationship, thrown some knee guards at him in JD Sport. Yeah, yes. we all remember that. Yeah. It's emblazoned on our collective memories. Yes, and the betrayal came in the form of pulling a big lever and making demons attack the village of Throcking in Hertfordshire killing everyone and breaking all the nice things in Clive's house. 
I'm finding it really hard to pretend that I remember that. <laughs> but what but what Squash the Journey Part 4 presupposes is that actually the demons didn't kill everyone, they just killed most of Throcky. Mm. Right. So this is sort of an alternate reality spin-off, like how um, Goodnight Sweetheart is about what if Rodney from Only Fools and Horses used time travel to fuck in the Blitz because he likes bombs, and that gets him good and hard. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) at the start of this game, you're not Clive Nationality, you are a resident of the Squash Bonkers village of Throcking in Hertfordshire. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you live a quiet life mowing your back garden squash court and tending to your squash patch and polishing your squash medals, one for doing tricks on the court, like eating an oyster while missing a ball. And life is good. Until a demon hole opens underneath All Saints Church on Cotterid Road and your entire family is killed by being ripped open, sometimes from the arse. And now it's time to take revenge. You and all the other village survivors, coincidentally one from each family, uh, and who all like squash a great deal. Now it is time to create a character. Last year, in the create character mode, you could only choose from two names, Jeremy and Graham, and you could choose where in Hertfordshire you were from. This year, we've gone all out, because we know player expression is very important to Gen Z. We haven't got co-op yet, so you two will have to play together, but we can design a character. So, Mm. first choice, name. We still have Jeremy and Graham, but we also now have Brenda, Linda, and if you can't can't decide between those two, Belinda. Are you sure this isn't just pandering? (laughs) Belinda. (laughs) Belinda. All the character models look exactly the same, no matter what you pick. So, what would you like? Well, I'm very much sort of a femme shep kind of. Um, mm-hmm. I always I would go Blaminda. Yeah, Blaminda. I didn't say Blaminda, but we're adding Blaminda. Oh. That's part of the QA process. <laughs> if the if the players want Blaminda, we're putting Blaminda in. Right, Blaminda's in. Uh, so next uh, next drop down menu is Hertfordshire origin. Um, but actually, we've removed this choice entirely because you have to come from Throcking. So that's gone. Uh, size of legs, you can have long, wide, or cat. I, I want wide. I want an archway. I want to. I want people to mistake me for a croquet hoop. Mm-hmm. Wide, yeah, wide legs. Wide, wide legs. leg blaminda. And wide leg blaminda. That's a classic archetype. And mm. favorite. <laughs> what is your favorite? This Probably. is. Look to explain. This is completely open to your choice. It's fed into a vast AI algorithm that sits on a computer the size of a Boeing. Uh, you can have anything you like, from hats to young love to listening to the gramophone at Lydia's. So, what is your favourite? <laughs> Lydia's Audio Emporium. <laughs> no, just Lydia's. I oh, mean, it could, if you want it to be, because we can literally do anything, you'll be listening to the gramophone oh, okay. at Lydia's Audio Emporium <laughs> if you want it. What do you call the... What's the What's the marble that's twice as big as the other marbles? The Elgins. <laughs> no. Not the Elkins log. Oh. The big marbles. She loves big marbles. Blaminda. Wide-legged Blaminda loves big marbles. Big marbles? Because they they go 
that's so big that they go through her legs with a sense of occasion. <laughs> okay, occasional big marbles. <laughs> we'll go with is your favourite. Well, they are to marbles what smashers are to pogs. All right, occasional big smasher marble. Right. That's your Is favorite. that because you've watched Squid Game recently and you don't and you couldn't understand the <laughs> Korean for marbles? <laughs> right. We've created your character, Blaminda with the wide legs, from Throcking with the big smasher marbles. Occasion. Well, it sounds brilliant when you say it like that. It is good, isn't it? We've created a wonderful woman. And now <laughs> she's headed to the hub world. So this, this is oh actually I should point out that because of um the sheer scale of this game we have had to, to to sort of cut back on the next gen effects that we had last year so if you'll remember last year we had huge detailed hands that's had to go and everyone's <laughs> teeth look fucking insane again because of the frostbite engine but that's fine I love I love the really wrinkly knuckles of last year <laughs> I know but they're it's gone Jeremy's impossible. knuckles are a thing of the past <laughs> now that we've had to go MMO. But speaking of how many players we have, welcome to the hub world, which is set in a laser scanned and fastidiously detailed and recreated version of Throcking's Milling Barn Wedding Venue, which is on Throcking Road. This is an area where the entire Squash the Journey for Dual Nationality 2 Doubles Troubles Part Do What a Racket player base can congregate, discuss squash <laughs> strategies, and buy new equipment like headbands and guns. Speaking of that... Sorry to interrupt by laughing there, but I just Googled throcking and the first result was milling barn wedding <laughs> venue. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> speaking of the player base, realism is the name of the game, but just in a figurative sense, because the actual name of the game is Squash the Journey for Dual Nationality 2, Doubles, Troubles, Part, Do What a Racket. Because in real life... Throcking has a population of around 97. And if we remove Clive nationality, which brings us down to 96, and take the average UK family size to be three, then within the fiction of the game, approximately 32 people in the village would have survived the attack. So as a result, the maximum number of players who can enter the game at any one time is 32. So the Milling Barn Wedding Venue can actually accommodate around 264 people altogether, but it might feel quite empty. But that's actually also realistic for the apocalypse and not a misappropriation of resources on our part. So, once all 32 players in the world in the game have agreed that they've all got the headbands and guns that they need, they can all go to the Milling Barn Wedding Venue's beautiful Oak Barn Room and head to the Wall of Skin, a disgusting memorial to the 64 <laughs> who lost their lives to demons in Throcket. And if all 32 players click, I am ready to squash when next to the wall of skin, then the game will allow the full party to go and do a dungeon or whatever. So, dungeon one. This is a tutorial dungeon where you'll learn to squash as an entire angry village of 32. You are all level one at squash. You have a little title floating above your heads that says squash piss, the lowest level of a squish. <laughs> But you will get a new title if you can beat the first dungeon boss at Squash. It's very exciting. The dungeon is just uh, 30 acres of beautiful grounds around the Milling Barn wedding venue. And the first dungeon boss is a scarecrow that looks like it was put together by drunk crows, actual crows, and is carrying a facsimile of a squash racket made of frozen sick. 
to scare off a gang of rival crows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These are wise crows who understand the concept of a scarecrow and have decided to make it. Squash combat in this game is similar to previous years, but with a new massively multiplayer twist. As we all know, squash players will shout squash when they squash, and pretenders will shout words that sound like the word squash but are not the word squash in actuality. But rather than simply rallying the word squash until you hear a non-squash word, the aim is now to identify the non-squash word amid a cacophony of squashes. Ooh. <laughs> Now, of course, this being a tutorial, this this one will be a little easier. So I'm just going to um, share this. Uh, so we will now play your first game of Massively Multiplayer Squash. Can you identify the non-squash word amid this cacophony? <coughs> squash. 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 Armor-plated vehicle. Squash! 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 Squash. <laughs> I think I got it. I think I got that one. Go on. Armor-plated vehicle. You're right! You did it! You have fired a squash ball directly into the eye socket of the offending, non-squashing scarecrow and destroyed all the crow's eggs left behind inside the head, one of which had a fertilised crow inside that had the temerity to whisper from its egg, armor-plated vehicle, during a match of squash. <laughs> you have devastated the mummy and daddy crow who had just nipped to the bird shops, but you have ascended a squash level, earning the title Squash Ripper. Worth it. Can I just check at this important stage that I was fully grouped with Steve, so I get the XP for his correct oh, identification? Yeah, you're playing the same character. Yeah, you're yeah. you're co-op. You're, you're playing oh. you're playing couch co-op <laughs> of some kind. Fuck for that. Yeah, no, you're good. Don't worry about it. We'll just pass the controller every time we die. Yeah. Go yeah, on. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so tutorial done. I feel like you get the game of massively multiplayer squash. Mm -hmm. Those, of course, were the voices of all your um, squash mates from um, our Discord. I, don't, I can't think of any in-universe way to, to work that out. Uh, so Did you get the Discord to send you squashes? I got 11 people on the Discord to send me... It's so good! I would say approaching 100 different squashes and non-squashes. It was fucking incredible. <laughs> Dungeon 2 is your first true test. Set a mere eight-minute walk away at Throcking's Nationwide Supplies Building Materials Yard, you have now entered the Industrial Zone. Your opponent is a forklift truck wearing sweatbands on each of its prongs. I hope you're ready to play some real squash this time, because this guy's not fucking around. Let's Lock squash. This, on you. this one's big. This one's harder. I want you to listen really closely for the okay. non-squash in here. We can confer, though, surely. Yeah, you can, can confer, gonna, you can play yeah, together. You can take the lead on this one, though. Here we go. Listen closely, you only get it once. Squash! 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 Did you hear quietly, Steve? I heard quietly or squietly. Squash. Steve, mm. you're absolutely correct. Squietly was the word that you heard, the non-squash word. 
which means that was like, a tricky one. Yeah, this means, is still level two. With so many S's going around, that's <laughs> fucking brutal. <laughs> which means I can read. You did it. The forklift falls backwards, revealing that where all its normal pipes and gidgets and gizmos should be, there is in fact just guts and a single mouth screaming the word badminton as a sort of final taunt. <laughs> Your player character pummels a final squash ball into the mouth. It chokes and vomits up a whole washing machine. That was your washing machine, and now it's ruined. These demons have to pay. You stride to the next and final and worst dungeon and gain the title Squash Tycoon. Squash Dungeon 3. Your final test. Your little band of squashed anistas round the corner of Cotterid Road. You've reached the epicentre of the throcking outbreak of fucked demons who ripped your husband's arse apart. All Saints Church. Standing at the doors to the church is an altogether unexpected figure. It's Clive Nationality, the hero of the original Three Squash the Journey games. This time he's got a single horn coming out of his tummy. The hero's a demon with a tummy horn. It's a twist. He speaks. (laughs) I am Clive Nationality, and now I will turn the very game of squash against you. Sorry. In this, the climactic game of squash, the very laws of nature are reversed. In this game of squash, no one says squash. They just say things that aren't squash. It will be your job to discern the word squash amid the clamour. Oh my god. If you can detect a squash, you will win and save Throcking, and maybe even the wider Buntingford area to which it belongs and where most of the bigger shops are. If you don't, you've probably got demons ready to tear you ass from hole. Let's squash. <coughs> Squasps. Squid rings. Sparrowhawk. Armor-plated vehicle. Squadron. Squid game. Squadminton. Squamous cell carcinoma. Squirreling. Squatting. Squiddly diddly. Squandered all my money on hot dogs again. God damn. Squandered all my money on hot dogs. Dogs again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good fuck. Was there a squash even in there? No, I think I did hear a squash in I there. I saw your eyes light up. Then I thought yeah. you were just probably laughing at squandered all my money on hot dogs. So you're um, saying you did hear a squash? Log, what do you think? I don't know. The you way s- he phrased it like that. You saw my reaction. Sound, he opened up the possibility of there not being a squash. I'm not, I'm I, not opening anything. I think I heard a, I heard a squash in there. I heard a squash sandwich right in the middle of right in the middle. A bunch. If it of, was anywhere, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to say that there was no squash in there, no. Clive. You piece of shit. Clive has tricked you, and technically that means you're cheating by saying there was one. And now Clive will kill you. Clive advances on you, and as he advances, all the other player characters die in a cutscene, like when people in the Matrix get unplugged and flop over like a big sack of shit. It was probably some kind of a gas. You never accounted for gas! Malice (laughs) Malice gleams in Clive's eyes. A hatred born of watching friends turn against him, sons betray him, and a mother drowning in a ruby juice while Jesus and Kofi Annan high-five in heaven. In a way, you feel sorry for him, but then you don't when he sticks a tummy horn through your eye hole. Your brain flickers with final thoughts. You look back over your life and suddenly remember your favourite. A 
big smasher occasion marble. Suddenly you feel a flash of life surge through you. The throcking 31's ghosts fill you up all full of a soul power and you are instantly transformed into a big smashing occasion marble. No, not a big smasher occasion (laughs) marble, says Clive. I'm actually afraid of those. The masked demons smell fear and just start climbing right into Clive's ass, filling up, filling him up until he's the size of an All Saints church. And then the screen fades to black. A single line of white text appears. This story will continue in Squash the Journey 5, Dual Nationality 2, Doubles Troubles, Part 2, Water Racket, Slash Slash, Final Coda, Slash Slash, Court Summons in 2022. (laughs) If we're all alive. (laughs) If only I'd thought, because you'd shared your screen there, Mm. we could have just read ahead and seen that there was none, but I was so focused on your beautiful face. (laughs) What you could have read is that, you know, it's QA period. We haven't actually worked out how to deal with the Clive section, so you fail in all instances. I had, in fact, prepared a version where I slowed it right down and there was a really hidden squash. (laughs) (laughs) Which actually, you know what, I'm just going to play because I really liked it. One sec. Do it. Here we go. You can't waste that. No, here we go. <laughs> but played at normal speed, that would have sounded like a like such a high frequency only a dog could hear it. Exactly. That's how good you have to be in the end game of uh, mm. Squash the Journey Four, etc., etc. I haven't got it written down anymore. I don't I hope know we what's get, going on. I hope we do get to bring pets in on the next Squash oh, instalment. That is a good idea. Adding pets is- an MMO. Pets are next. Surefire mounts. You want to get mounts in there? People love Hello. things. Let's combine features, baby. <laughs> Regular features. Yes. What's the next one? We've, we've lost it, haven't we? Yeah. Regular feature. Regular oh, Mr. Sandman. So it's bum, bum, regular bum, bum, features. Bum, 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 it was a tone we lost. Bum, 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 <laughs> regular features. No. no regular features. Mm. We've lost it. Oh, how have we lost it? We were so. We did do it right once. Yeah. We just lost bum, bum, the key or something. What have we No, we've lost the notes of the first line. Don't know. Regu- oh, Mr. Sandman. Regular features. Oh, Mr. What's the next oh, one? Mr. Bum, Sandman. Bring me a dream. Bum, 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 bum. Make it the cutest that I've ever seen. Bum, 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 bum. Make it something that's It is time for my regular feature. So dance, dance, wherever you may boo, because you are the lord of the dance. It's you! (gasps) That's what I would be saying if you were the lord of the dance. But I've been looking into the official list of the aristocratic titles, what there are regarding dance, and it turns out you're the lord of a puddle of tit-diddly-piddle. But all that's... About to change. (gasps) 
because your great uncle Michael Flatley has died intestate after 25 years of being Lord of the Dance. He died as he lived, surrounded by beakers full of spit. You know what it means, though? Well, you do, Steve. This is this is your culture. Mm-hmm, and, uh, yeah. and according to the, the ancient Dance Lord lore, the first Flatley nephew to arrive in a hot air balloon at his infamous Cork mansion... Bungee jump ass first down the main chimney stack and shout la da da dance to a team of three probate lawyers will inherit the dance lordship and become la da da dance. It's in the Irish constitution. <laughs> yeah, this means Steve, you are an Irishman steeped in dancing aristocracy and riverside foot fuckery, and um, you can confirm this. I can, yes, and I've I've seen Riverdance four times. <laughs> That's not even a joke. Was it a dangerous game, Steve? <laughs> Do they change the dance? What, sorry? Do they change the dance every time, or is it always the same bit of Riverdance that you have to watch? Yes, it's never the same dance twice, because they need to confuse their homecoming boys. <laughs> so, have I gone to the wrong village? This is not my riv- village's Riverdance. Yeah, basically, I just don't want to be... Accused of cultural insensitivity again. Oh, so you need, you need me to, yeah, give you the, the thumbs up and say, yeah, boys, so I'll, I'll, as an Irishman, speaking as an Irishman, this is okay. If I if I glance at you in a panic, Steve, well, I won't mm-hmm. be glancing at you, I'll be glancing at your image. So if I'm looking, <laughs> it's confusing. I'll look at the camera, Steve, <laughs> then I'll be looking at you. Okay, yes. now I've got it. <laughs> so... With all my bases covered, and without further ado, it's time for you to practice the dance that you will do when you become La Da Da Dance. And the full force of 25 years of dance aristocracy surges into you and from you, basically through you, like a jig supernova. So, you turn on your Amazon Prime holographic flatly dance tutor that every Irishman has, Steve will confirm, and you begin to rhythmically move your body. Can you please describe to me how you dance for the benefit of your portable Amazon Prime hollow flatly? Beware, you are being judged. Um, are we doing this separately or together? Is this co-op? Take it in turns. Have a conversation. You're the same person. It's just, all all squash rules apply here. Steve, you do. Do you want to do bottom half? I'll do top half. Yeah. Okay. So I'll raise both of my knees up, which actually lowers your top half down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? So that you immediately get bottom half as well? You greedy little fucker. <laughs> yeah, and then I suffocate myself to death. Well, just as you lift both your knees up, I uh, twist one arm behind my back and the other one. St- and fling sideways horizontally so we spin and both your legs, I don't know, knock into your chin. You have ten seconds of dancing left. Oh, okay. And then um, and then we make up <laughs> and my top half mouth just kisses my feet really tenderly and pops a little toe in its mouth and gives it a little... Like that. Wow. Yeah. Hollow flatly rubs his insubstantial temples with the mirage of his fingertips before pinching his illusory nose between a spectral finger and an ethereal thumb. His ghostly lungs and photonic vocal cords lack the materiality to turn air into sounds, but it definitely looks like he's calling you Rodney (laughs) Shitlegs. What? It doesn't matter. 
Of course you can't dance yet. You don't have centuries of inherited blood. Well, quarter centuries of inherited blood, making your balls spin around in your bag like nuclear dance marbles. You unplug a screaming Michael Flatley hologram and run through your typical Irish back garden. You tumble under the wizard arch that powers your house, gaining a substantial speed boost as you do, and wave at your neighbour, a dark elf who is kissing the apples on his whispering tree. Steve, any uh, problems with that? Uh, no, all, all good so far. We don't have dark elves, we have high elves. But... No, that's sweet. So, um, yeah, so there inside your everyday personal Irish Stonehenge is your hot air balloon, where your aviator Irish robot is dressed in the outfit of the day, which on a Wednesday in Ireland is horny butler. Mm-hmm. Sir, says your robot, please tell me where you would like to go. After a moment, he remembers it is Wednesday and he has to act horny. Horny. He frowns and then thrusts his hip forwards and says, Cop a load of that, sir. Tell him where you would like to go. So I've really got, I've really got stuck on horny, horny. Horny, <laughs> horny all night long. Horny, horny, horny. Oh, Gigi. Milan. Milan to find Gigi. Milan. To Milan. I'm afraid I do not understand, said the robot. Please communicate with me in the only language Irish robot butlers understand the language of dance. Could have seen that coming. Yeah. After a couple of seconds, he remembers it's Wednesday again, sighs, and then pinches his tin nipples and says, Ooh, I don't know what's come over me, sir. You have ten seconds to describe your dance to whatever this fucker is, an Irish dance butler sex. What does Milan look like? I raise both arms above our head and bring my fingertips together in a perfect peachy pear shape. And then we pirouette madly Mm -hmm. until the words Milan appear through a (laughs) strobophobic effect. I agree with Steve. That's exactly how we should communicate, Milan. Like LEDs on a spoke on a bicycle driving That's exactly down. correct, Log. That's exactly <laughs> that what we're doing. Lovely. It feels like we could have done that for... We could we could carry this on for the rest of this feature. You may have come up with a cheat. Well, I am fluent in six million forms of dance, and I can tell you what you just did at me was humiliating gibberish. So I'm reverting to the default Irish destination, Michael Flatley's mansion. The robot pauses two seconds again before his shoulders slump in desolation. Then he sucks his fingers and says, You like that, don't you, Y slash N? Why? This is a real stroke of luck. You drift peacefully through the sky, your robot projecting porn reluctantly through his kneecaps onto the wicker basket. And then you see them. Millions of balloons descending through the clouds, all headed towards Michael Flatley's cork mansion. Mm. And it looks like you're not the only distant relative of Michael Flatley with his big eyes on the leg prize. Every single person with Flatley DNA in their body, all eight billion of them, is in their hot air balloon and ready to bungee jump down that chimney. And it also looks like everyone's bought their pet robot too. And it's suddenly evident to you that not every robot is as embarrassed about horny butler Wednesdays as your own. <laughs> the clouds are boiling themselves to bits with so many layers of projected, sizzling, hardcore porn, it would easily crash a copy of Adobe Premiere Rush on your phone. 
Your jaw loosens as an oar as millions of dicks overlap and glide through each other, only to enter a hole that you could never have guessed was its actual target. There's only one thing for it. You've got to dance now. Please describe your dance. You have 15 seconds. Joe? Remind me what the dance is for. Sorry, I know we only have 15 seconds. Okay, we do the it's monkey. To, well, I'm doing the a, monkey. It's a desperate <laughs> dance. It's a desperate dance. Desperate monkey. Your robot looks at you at first bewildered, then aghast, but then impressed. You don't know what you just danced, but he seemed to like it. Excellent idea, sir, says your robot, and begins tinkering with his antennae. Like you say, on horny Wednesdays, all robots are obliged to open every communication port because that is what is sexy to robots. I will simply upload a file telling them to murder their dads, which is what robots call their owners. This will eliminate the competition, making you the only candidate to become the Lord of the Dance. Before he's even finished his sentence, a billion hot air balloons explode and crash into the court countryside, which Steve will confirm was extremely nice before it became a burning meatscape. You have arrived at your destination. Cork was nice, though, wasn't it? It was beautiful, yeah. It was. Thanks for confirming. Now, do you want to bungee jump down the Flatley Mansion chimney and just claim your prize? Yes. No. What? <laughs> no, let's, let's fly away across I the Atlantic. I understand your confusion. We New York. asked to go to Malat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy if you say no, just to say you sail away and become the only living person on Earth in your happy hot air balloon with your friendly robot. The thing is, Steve, If you want to not read the last 200 words, I'm fucking happy <laughs> with that. that. Exactly. This is what I was about to say. Steve, don't fall for the trap of him saying he's happy to do it, because he will bring it up a hundred episodes in the future. He'll still be angry about it. No, I'll just read it to the Discord. It'll be fucking secret content that these freeloading pricks don't get to hear. No, I want all the freeloading pricks to hear the bungee jokes. (laughs) Bungee jokes? I want the bungee jokes. Wrapping the bungee cord around your ankles, your robot gently corrects you. No, sir, it has to be ass first or it doesn't count. (laughs) So you tuck your knees up to your chest and your robot solemnly embungees you around the back of your knees to your back before cradling you in his arms, weeping joyfully. I have a message from Hollow Flatley, he says. And suddenly there he is, in the basket with you, if he ever truly left. You have come so far since we last met, he says. You must have learned so much on your journey. Please do one final dance for me that I might rest forever. Mm. You have three seconds for this dance. Just punching. (laughs) Just big punch. Punch, (laughs) Punching. That's a kind of dance. Michael Flatley effortly bats away your hand. Then... Ooh, we're not trying to punch Michael Flatley. No, we were thinking like... Um, Shadow boxing. Who are you trying to punch then? Like Just... Destiny's Child Survivor. Well, I'm sorry. You will. You, that'll teach you to do ambiguous dances in a <laughs> time-critical environment. I have learned. After punching your hand away and clapping you for ten hours, Michael Flatley says, You were always the lord of the dance, you beautiful boy. And sure enough your still bungeed legs begin to involuntarily river dance. Unfortunately, this motion causes you to kick your robot on his head, making him drop you out of the basket before he had a chance to attach the other end of the rope of the bungee cord to the basket, and you are dropping now to the ground. The dance is in you, and it cannot be denied. Even though your knees are still bound firmly to your chest, the river dancing motion causes you to scuttle backwards at great speeds across the Irish countryside. Michael Flatley laughs and pulls off his hologram costume. It was a curse, you see. Being the Lord of the Dance is a curse. I didn't write that in, but I just realised I had to put some that in there. And then he turns to your robot. (laughs) 
Still ten minutes left of Sexy Wednesday? Your your robot nods enthusiastically. Let's river fuck. I'm so sorry about that. It's just... (laughs) (laughs) Look, I don't care what else you wrote but no sir it has to be ass first is just a that's, a, <laughs> that's almost like a, a living memorial to log features <laughs> did you ever buy yourself a beanie an avian name to please the queen You can fly in and out of the beehive With a bee name beneath me wings Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed it, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by pledging an amount of your choosing. And when you do, we will reward you with something incredibly special. And it's called a bloody bee name. Incredibly. incredibly. That's beautiful. Could you please give a bee name to the following new patrons? Blossom Shed. Oh, this is too easy. Jonathan Myers. I'm going back, Jonathan Myers. I'm going back the other way. You've already got a bee name. <laughs> 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 Please give a B name to Benny McNamara. Blossom Shed. <laughs> <laughs> and please give a B name to Alexander Cullen. Oh, we can't be Cullen B's, surely. This we already were don't please just don't turn his name into a big murder B extravaganza. Is that it? Is that the B name? No. Oh, I'm I asking you was. not to kill bees in his name. Okay. His name is A B testing. Your congratulations, your B passed. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, please give a B name to Amelia Bespatko. Bees Pat. Okay. I'm thinking. Nervous what a bee with a spatula. They can get through the holes. Yep. I love it. Never never You're actually writing these in. Never swat a bee with a spatula. They can get through the holes. It's it's a it's a jangle. They can get through the holes. Well, that's what you said, isn't it? Can't change it now. Well, yeah. I, I suppose that if you do swat them with the non-holy bit, it will fucking hurt or cripple them. But they can still crawl through a little bit of hole and give you the bird with two of their legs. Yeah, it's really about the risk reward situation of going for the swat. There is a there is a not insignificant chance that they will get through the holes and take yeah, really You could furious. snap off their stinger and they but they could still bump into your face a few times going, You what, mate? <laughs> <laughs> what did you call Blossom Shed Joe? This is a terrible uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Myers. Myers. Jonathan how do you spell Myers? M Y E R S? I think so. That's how I imagined it. The usual way, yeah. You can spell it M E Y E R S. Oh yeah. That's how the hot dog's got the hot dog way. No. I want it like the rum.
M-Y. Well, if you'd like your very own B-name, or indeed to join our exclusive Discord channel where you could be fished and spammed by the likes of me, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features. I'd like to just quickly call out to Discord users in the hashtag behind the scenes uh, channel, which every time I look at it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's good, isn't it? Uh, who responded to my call out for people shouting squash or things that sound like they might soon be squash, but are not in fact squash. Uh, so the best Discord users of the week are David, Antler Magic, Sam, Roz, Ashling, Llewellyn, Tom, Alice, Alexander, Luke, and Cole. And whoever's four-year-old daughter shouted squash. I don't know their name, but they were good too. Thank you. Oh, oh my God, I didn't know... There's an, we've got an actual behind the scenes for call outs for can you provide your voice for the podcast now? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Two pounds an episode. That's the uh, price of admission for all of that. Lovely, brilliant stuff and mm-hmm. B names and fun and GeoGuessr daily challenges. But if you don't want to do that, you know what? The best, next best thing you can do is just keep bloody listening. Please. Just keep on listening. So nice. But don't tell anyone about the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely not. We want to keep. You clearly it. don't like it that much, and you put across a terrible impression of us. We want to keep it exclusive, baby. We want to. Yeah. We want to know that we could fit into. What could we fit our audience into? A basilica. I reckon we'd fit in a basilica. Do you reckon? I reckon. A big basilica. Get marble arch. What St. Peter's basilica? Yeah, that's got to be. That's got to be several K. Yeah. That's us. Us, St. Peter's, 2024. We're going. Fuck you, I'm Googling Basilica. Live show from the big balcony that Pope does his morning addresses on. (laughs) We'll be back next week. Lug? Yes, um, I'm just glad to finally find out that Basilica is a large oblong hall with a semicircular apse. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how you feel, love. <laughs> <laughs>